Thank you for joining us for another episode of Coffee and Collaboration, where the coffee is optional, but the collaboration is essential. Hosted by Kimberly Wimborn and Al the Great. Coffee and Collaborations is a production of Coffee and Collaborations Media. Executive producers, James Branch, Kimberly Wimborn, and Al the Great. Resident graphic designer, Elton Benjamin. Grab your coffee and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to another episode of Coffee and Collaborations podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Winborn of Kimberly Winborn LLC, and of course, Coffee and Collaborations Media, joined by my co-host, Al the Great of Good Steward Apparel. And I want Al to tell you guys a little bit about Good Steward Apparel. It's been a while. And so for those of you who are just joining us today, I absolutely love it. And I told him, we got to shine light on what you're doing in the community through that organization. So Al, if you can introduce yourself and tell them a little bit more about Good Steward Apparel, and then we'll move on with the show and our special guest. All right. Hello, CNC family. Again, uh, my name is Al Great. I am the CEO of Good Steward Apparel and uh, lead designer of Good Steward Apparel brands, which makes up No Robots uh, Streetwear, Good Steward Apparel, which is casual, and B Athletics Unlimited, which is athletics and, and loungewear. So we are three brands that focus all on one mission of changing the culture. And when I say the culture, I mean putting a tribe before self, because that is truly what our purpose is. Whether it be in a collaboration or whether it be what we do on our everyday, everyday lives, it's about putting the tribe before ourselves so all of us can, you know, be successful. And that's what's going to make things better. Right now, we are doing multiple campaigns. We are doing Inspire Hope, uh, which we are uh, selling masks, you know, face masks, and also donating a portion to uh, organizations that are still in need of face masks. We are also focusing on, you know, fighting racism. Uh, with the United Front. That is a multi-brand collaboration with about four other brands. And all of us have come together to spread one message uh, with one design, all in, in a way to rally the troops and really, you know, fight res- racism. Because that, you know, that that is holding us back from a lot, uh, especially from unique and effective collaborations between races, between cultures, uh, between everyone. Because it's about, you know, having the best person for the job not just the person that that is around you which is in which racism also you know kind of it gives us that issue of you not working with everybody but you're working with the people that are around you and sometimes that's of the same race or same color right yeah so i'm excited um about all that he's doing in the community and i'm excited to have him as my co-host it's been about what two months now since he's joined It's flying by. It's about two months or so um, since he joined the Coffee and Collaborations team. Coffee and Collaborations has been going since April of 2018. Coffee and Collaborations is a platform for entrepreneurs to come and get tips, education, inspiration from the guests that we have. Also myself, my background is business networking. Um, My background is English communications. So I really love helping people to understand kind of what Al said about your tribe. You can attract your tribe instead of having to chase them through building relationships. If we get back to the business of building relationships, then we can understand and create collaborations, understand the value of them and move our businesses forward. What do I have that I can't share with you? There's really nothing 
And if we all have that same mindset of servant leadership, then we can move forward faster. And so can our communities. And so that's what Coffee and Collaborations is all about. And this month, we're excited. It's July. It's hot, hot, and hot again. But yes. July should be, right? Especially yes, here in North Carolina. Yes. It's simmering. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. So, <laughs> we are excited to have Kayla. And Hi. I met her back in September or so of last year. And she was just mm -hmm. a ball of energy. <laughs> this month, we're focusing on health is wealth. Um, and so we have an amazing guest. We, uh, this past week, we had Alvin Miles as our guest. And this week, we have Kayla. We may have some more joining us. And then next week, we'll have someone else. So a slew of experts that can give us wellness tips tricks all that good stuff so welcome kayla hi hi everybody thank you so much for having me kimberly Yay. um and yes my <laughs> name <I'm> so, <laughs> i was literally like sitting on my hands the whole introduction i'm like ready for this <laughs> <laughs> yes well tell us about your business um because ah, you uh -oh. are in health fitness and wellness so tell us a little about your business all the things so um, I currently am a wellness coach, and that's pretty much like a hybrid between a life coach and a personal trainer. So we don't just cover the fitness stuff. We cover all the things. I like to tell people that I, um, you know, working out by yourself is really boring. So I kind of help people look and feel like Beyonce, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Everybody wants to like Beyonce. Okay. Right. And you want to feel like her, too. Yeah. <laughs> great like it's fine <laughs> but yes my goal is to essentially to help you refill your wellness yeah. um in a lot of the time we get busy caught up distracted and a lot of those times we because of that you get stressed yeah. and you get pent up with all kinds of just unrelinqu unrelinquished tension within your body so i mm. help you to relieve that tension in a really fun positive and yes hard working way but i mean you it, it it doesn't feel like work when you're having fun so i try to make it super fun goofy not serious um you'll never have to do anything on your own meaning like i'm gonna sweat with you so if you're doing push-ups i'm doing push-ups so you don't have to worry about feeling awkward on the ground while i stand over you and count you know what i mean <laughs> we all love that okay you can tell your five-year-old to do that like no right so when i say we're in this together we're really in this together um it's yeah. a journey that that i believe is not only important but is in it's definitely necessary in this time of yeah. of history you know yeah yeah how did you get into the business? Like, how did you start um, this um, journey? <laughs> Man, this is a fun story. So I was, just to kind of give you the background, I was engaged at the time to a, a really sweet guy, ended up not working out. Um, he introduced, and he actually introduced me to, the, to fitness in general. Um, he was a Raleigh cop at the time, and uh, he clearly had to be fit <laughs> to do his specific job, right? He had to actually, like, taste the bad guy. Uh, we would go to the gym often, and, and that was our way of bonding. Well, you know, things don't work out. And um, in order for me to get over that, I used the gym to, to kind of, you know, release that tension and that heartbreak and that frustration. So I ended up meeting a, a, a really cool friend named Vanessa. She was like, you should totally be a bodybuilder. 
And then I started becoming a bodybuilder. Wow. I was a bodybuilder for three years. Girl, I was fit, fit. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But what I learned throughout that bodybuilding journey, because I started off at like 98 pounds soaking wet, and I went all the way up to about 135 pounds of wow. just muscle. And, and I, I did my first show, lost cried so hard but then I kept going and I learned that I did I started I, I stopped caring about what I looked like and I started caring about how I felt yeah I felt like a warrior I felt strong I felt beautiful beautiful in a way that no one else could take it away from me you know yeah. like yeah. I mean I could have my hair wrapped up no eyebrows on lashes gone and still <laughs> look in the mirror no eyebrows on. <laughs> okay Oh, the, the ladies understand. The women watching. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And they'll look at oh, the guns and be like, your girl is killing it. So <laughs> it, it changed my perspective on beauty. It, it's no longer this. It's this, like what I can do for myself. I can lift this. I can push that. You know, I can yeah. open this jar. Like, it was great. Um, but that transcended into uh, two years ago, how I started my business. Oh, man. Um, I was walking with my dog. This is the craziest story ever, you guys, and I love telling it. Cause it's <laughs> just like, it's got God all over. Walking my dog, and um, we're walking down the road. This guy had his dog off a leash in the neighborhood. Mine just like three years ago. The dog had dogs off a leash. I was like, oh, it's cool. I uh, called out. I was like, hey, is it cool if we walk by? He's like, yeah, it's cool. Walked by. The dog jumped on my dog, and I got in the middle of it. I was like, no. Chance by the time, 12 years old, old man dog. I was like, you're not going to kill him now. Like, we're not doing this. So I got in the middle of it. The dog ended up letting go of my dog and grabbed on my arm. 22 stitches, five staples later, I had wow. to retire from bodybuilding. Completely oh. devastated, upset. I couldn't compete. Um, obviously had to sue the guy because dog completely ended my career as a bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, and from that point, I couldn't stay out of the gym. I was like, I, I gotta be, I gotta do something. People would see me, they'd be like, hey, can, can you help me with this? Cause I'd literally just go in there because I would be, I, I didn't know what else to do. That was my, that was my thing. That was who I was. That was yeah. my safety net. So I would go in there and a couple of friends would be like, hey, you know, we'd love for you to be here. Um, can you just help us with this mm -hmm. stuff? And I'm like, absolutely. So I went in there with my cast, you know, and like walking around. And lo and behold, people started recognizing me as just the girl that helped out. So then um, fast forward, because I was out of work for like two months, mind you, I was a project coordinator for an ERP company. They were like, oh, you got to go, baby. You've been off of work too long. We're going to put you on a pit. <laughs> I've never this heard somebody tell a firing story with so much. <laughs> so much they were like, girl, you have been off too long. <laughs> Such enthusiasm. But go ahead. <laughs> to find out I come back from the lunch break HR manager comes in she's like hey we need to talk I was like okay <laughs> so uh she's like hey so you have two choices either you go on a pit 30 days we're gonna fire you anyway or you sign this get a severance and because she's you know we're cool she was she's completely yeah, took yeah. off her HR hat she's like I'm gonna tell you what it is and I was like give me the pen where do I sign so do I sign now severance. yeah oh honey and that's what started my business all of the people that found out that I got let go at that job yeah. became my clients. Awesome. Do you hear me? 
Wow, that is awesome. And Ivy Fit and Well was born, and I have been an entrepreneur since then. That was in 2018, December 7th. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, honey. Like how a lot of times that's what happens. Like you, somebody get fired from their job. Most times people talk about it's corporate. So you get fired from your job and then you go live your dreams or you go, you know, launch a business, entrepreneurship, <laughs> and hopefully live your dreams. So that's such a great story because you yeah. use your gift, something that you love, you converted it to um, fit what you could actually do because you couldn't body build anymore and everything. Mm-hmm. Mind. Like you said, it is kind of a God thing. So, oh, 100%. Awesome. 100%. I mean, today, I mean, I, I kid you not, as, as the minute I started walking, I, I tell people, I left. I, when I, when Steve Harvey said jump, oh, honey, I took a running start and I was like, shoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Head first>. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing that you were able to do that. Because uh, I, I think that, I know that is the hardest part for a lot of people. Mm. So one of your, your sayings, refill the whale, what, tell yeah. us what that means. Um, we are constantly pouring out. Every, yeah. at the minute your feet touch the ground, you are pouring out onto something, whether it's your job, your babies, your, your, your bills, whatever. You're, you're constantly exerting something out of yourself. But what we don't do on, as often as we give out is we don't give ourselves that, that same energy back, mm-hmm. meaning we don't sit with ourselves. We don't intentionally take time to breathe, literally, to just take a breath or to, to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you fine. You did great today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I don't and, and, and to quiet yourself. So to refill your well is to literally refill the cup that we're constantly pouring out of and pouring out, pouring out, pouring out and not refilling that. So yeah. I, I, I think it's extremely important, especially in the black community, to learn how to pour into yourself because we know how to pour out. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> That's true. So yeah. it's about time that we create a culture, like yeah. you said, to pour into yourself. I'm trying to change that narrative. Um, I, yeah. I call myself Harriet Tubman of fitness, y'all. We pulling everybody out. <laughs> we pulling everybody out. That's right. I love it. And I so, like that, yeah. I mean, and and to that, with you um, bringing up the African American community, it's so many isms and myths and different mm-hmm. things like that. Things that generationally many African Americans believe. You know, mm-hmm. I've had conversations. I know you probably have too, Al. Honey. I know you have, Kayla. Where. <laughs> People say, well, I'm predisposition to this particular thing because my mom had it or my grandma or my dad, you know. And so I've always been a person that's like, you know, I'm this particular age and I've never had, you know, because I'm 40 plus. So I've never had high blood pressure issues. I've never had diabetes, type two diabetes issues. You know, I know the type one thing is a little different. I've never had high cholesterol, which are all Mm -hmm. common, you know, hypertension and all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. very common in the African-American community. And so can you speak to that? What are your thoughts on habits and lifestyle and and also the mindset, the things that we accept? Um, What are your views on that? I know it it goes across the board from one to another. So what are your thoughts? So I'm going to play Mythbusters right now, guys. <clears throat> All right. And this is how I kind of pop that huge generational bubble. 
um, our ancestors did not have the privilege to have high blood pressure, to be overweight, to have things like these things happen to us, right? Because they were constantly working, constantly outside. I mean, these people were working and looking ridiculously fit with little to no healthy things to eat. Okay. Right. These people are eating scraps. So we literally have been quote unquote genetically modified to be fit, to be athletic. Why else is, is the NFL, NBA, the, the, the baseball team, even golf now, tennis, every single track, thing that has to do with field. our track. Oh my gosh. Everything that has to do with our physical abilities is it goes back 450 years. We have literally been gener like what g genetically modified to be the most fit people on this planet, and we prove it time and time and time and time again. What's our excuse? Mm -hmm. Right. And about yeah, that whole generational thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. no, I was gonna say it just it just reminds me of you know I've told people this too. Like you have you have had uh, enslaved people who had to work and were beaten to work uh, more than machines. To be mm -hmm. able to beat the cotton gin, what is, what is the um, I can't remember the lady's name, but she she was she was able to pick cotton with both hands at the same rate more than the cotton gin. So you know you were forced to evolve that much. Your body wasn't forced to you know evolve that much to, and that's how we got here. Yeah, definitely. You know that's why we have the athletes. Yeah. Why is it that our minds haven't caught up with that yet? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm I'm doing the whole wellness thing where I'm like, no, it might not look like it right now because of where we're at. But up here, if we can change this and almost like remember what we're capable of, oh my gosh, could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine? Yes, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's a matter of reconditioning all the way around. Like we, we definitely have to be reconditioned. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, so is there is there a specific diet or something that you just swear by or do you uh are or you just believe in you know eating healthy and not really following any trends so i i do not follow any trends um i i do believe that you have to uh i always tell my clients like make healthy decisions you know like if, if you look at the back of this box, like, and then also make yourself aware of what measurements actually look like. Yeah. If you see milligrams on a box, go get a, 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 a you know, like a, a jar or something and actually measure how many, how many milligrams that looks like. Matter of fact, I have one that I would like to show you. Give me one second. <laughs> So this is a milliliter. This is a milliliter flask with 250 milliliters in it, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the approximate. There's 12 milligrams in each milliliter, all right? Mm -hmm. So if there's 250 milligrams in something, do the math. That's like this much salt up to this line. Now, wow. could you see yourself taking a spoon and eating that? No. So why would you eat it in anything else? <laughs> right yeah but you know what i mean like just make but it's also again you gotta you gotta get your what you once you understand what it is that you're reading it becomes more of a like i'm gonna just i'm gonna just cook this bait you know this this chicken and i'm gonna stick to this for a little bit because you start to you start to really understand what it is that you're putting in your body so yeah. i don't follow any trends 
use the food that you're consuming. Um, that's my, my, my rule of thumb. Um, if we're going to be doing cardio, eat your pizza, baby. Eat your right. pizza. Mm-hmm. Because we're about to we're about to do this this two mile run, so go ahead mm-hmm. and eat your pizza. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow we're gonna do core, so stay away from the pizza. Eat your salad because we're trying to help this area. It's just use your food, you know, like I love you don't that. Have to, yeah, yeah. Use don't your food. Calories. Yeah. Oh God. Ew. Who has time <laughs> for that? So when you were no. talking about <laughs> looking at what's in it, you're basically telling people when you're purchasing things, read the labels. So that you can be aware of what you're actually ingesting. Yes. I'm educated by if you need to have a visual, getting um, a flask or something like that. Yeah. So you can see what you're actually consuming. Um, I, I love that you don't necessarily follow any trends um, because they come and go, you know, and they, you. Don't, they don't work yeah. across the board either. No. So you have, so for me, okay, so I'm, I don't eat much dairy. And I don't eat, I'm a vegetarian. Um, so a keto lifestyle does not work for you. Work for me, right? No. And so I can't jump on the keto no. ever. <laughs> no. I, what would I be eating? Like barely anything. And so. No, it's all red meat and cheese for them. Like you right, like, and, I'm, I'm, and I don't, that negates anything that I do with my life. So, yeah. and then every now and then I'll go vegan. That's one of the things that I, I believe in, um, in, um, not following trends but living a lifestyle where you do detoxify like you do take things out every now and then to build a level of discipline yes. like you're like not forever so like you know the whole yeah. thing i may not i may say i'm not going to eat bread for like two weeks but then you know i'll eat eventually have a cut yeah. off and eat bread again so i yeah. love that you don't follow any trends i personally love that al what do you think thank like, you you like to follow the trends I, th- I think it's, it's, it's really hard because you get people who, um, I, I see so many people get in so many arguments um, that try to shame people for, for what they eat. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a vegan and you eat meat, oh, you're God. killing animals and you're abusing animals. I'm like, and I, and I try to tell people, I was like, I was like uh, God didn't give me these canines just to, you know, chew up celery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need canines for celery. Like, you're funny. So, uh, what, yeah. how, do you, how do you help people find find that balance? If you have someone who's like me, I love vegetables, but I don't even eat a whole bunch of meat, but I don't want to say I'm going to be vegan because if I, I want a hamburger, I'm eating a hamburger. You know, a lot of times I might, I might eat a bean burger. I like bean burgers too. You know, so how do you, how do you help somebody find that balance? Um, the way that I, the way that I set up our, our workout or our schedule really is you eat depending on what you're working out that day. So it allows you to eat just about everything, just on specific days. And you don't even realize it because you're so, you're, you want to stick to, you know, you want to stick to this kind of plan. So for example, um, just to kind of give you an overview, you got arm day, leg day, hit training and core. You have your yoga and your cheat day. That's seven days, right? Mm-hmm. So two days you're chilling. You got yoga, you're chilling. You can do whatever you want on yoga day and on your cheat day. Those are your two days. However, on arm day, you're sticking to, you know, like things like rice, um, you know, protein, things like that. If you don't eat meat, you can switch it out. So instead of eating chicken, you can have an extra serving, two two or three extra servings of beans or uh, some type of lentil or some type of um, something that will actually give you protein. I mean, there's protein in broccoli, you know, like you can do that. Kale is my favorite. 
I love Boom. kale. Here we go. It's so good in eggs. Like, I yeah, it is a superfood. I love kale. Yeah. Okay. So if you're doing an arm day, eat high protein, low carbs. You're trying to cut down. You're trying to shape up and build up muscle. If you're doing a cardio day, eat your pizza, baby. Eat your pizza and your bacon. Because you're going to burn that thing off when you're running and jumping and doing all kinds of stuff, right? You're yeah. going to use that as energy. You're not using that as, as more of a builder. You're using that to actually burn off energy. So it really yeah. depends on what it is that you're going to be using this food for and when you're going to be eating. So if you do like to eat a lot of um, breads and things like that, eat them in the morning so that mm -hmm. by the time dinner time comes around, it's all burned off anyway. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know? I, like, I like that you say eat pizza on your car on your car yes! day, your cardio day. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Well, yeah, and that's the, why. Go ahead. You're only gonna eat it. You're only gonna eat it four times a month if you just eat it on your cardio day. Right. That, mm. That's four. That's four times you're eating pizza out of the thirty days. Four days. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> one of the things to Al's question. So people already feel uh, chastised because of the fact that I say that I'm a vegetarian, right? Or I say I'm gluten-free. Just by, it's just naturally people feel judged. So those people that are like beating people up for eating meat and stuff, I never understood that. Like, I don't do no. that. And so back to um, the African-American community and then mm. us Americans, honestly. Oh, oh yeah. With this whole, you know, COVID-19, being <laughs> not being able to go to the gym, probably many of us not eating very well, uh, using comfort foods <laughs> as mm -hmm. pizza every day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, when you go to the store, if you're looking in the aisles, it's like, oh, everybody eating mozzarella sticks now. No. <laughs> you know, I'm noticing certain things are wiped out that were yeah. before because people are choosing to get more comfort foods than, you know, because yeah. you're not going to work. You're not necessarily meal planning as much as you would because you're home, just different things. And so I know people's yeah. habits have changed. Yeah. Don't lie, you know, you've seen people's bellies that were six packs getting a little bigger. <laughs> it could be your own. So, yeah. Business is booming, baby. <laughs> right. And so that's what I was going to ask you. What sort of, are you doing any sort of virtual or any sort of thing to help people who aren't able to get to the gym to continue oh, yeah. to stay, you know, well, and then also meal planning and stuff with COVID-19 in mind. And then any suggestions for people who have the fears of proactive wellness? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, these are all great. Um, so, I, again, we're playing Mythbusters, right? Mm -hmm. So, guess where some of the fittest people live? Where? In jail. <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Al? I said like I was thinking like hot weather, California. Or, you know. She said in jail. Yes, baby, in jail. Cause what what else are you gonna do? Read, work out, and sleep. Like I kid, you, I tell people that all the time because I'm like, you do not, um, you don't need anything outside of yourself to be anything that you want to be. Whether it's fit, whether it's uh, a fireman, whatever. Everything that you possibly could need to get to the whatever outcome that you want is already here. This is a gym. If you are blessed with a space that is about the size of you, something that you can lay in, you know, 
you've got a gym. I love that. I, lo I love your energy and <laughs> I, I love all the tips that you have, have given. You know, it, it definitely gives people a new perspective. As we're yeah. kind of closing out, can you share your social? How can people get in touch with you? I am on Instagram. Uh, it's I be fit and well. That's my company. However, it's Indigo Belay Fit. So it's um, Indigo like the color, Belay like my crazy last name right there, Fit F I T. Um, and you can find me on on Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, and on I should get a Twitter account, but I don't really know how to use the little thing yet. But I should be there yet. I do have a lot of workout videos as well on Instagram that you can do and follow along at home. They're super simple, super easy, and it's, it's, they, they require zero weight. So you don't have to even buy anything. <laughs> as long as you have a towel to sweat on, you're good. <laughs> nice. I love yeah. that. It's been such a joy to have you. You know, everybody who's watching or listening, please make sure to go and check her out on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn make sure to go you can you can find her information because we'll tag her so if it's just easier to go to coffee and collaborations you can go to coffee and collaborations on instagram instagram and facebook and find her of course check us out at www.coffeeandcollaborations.com to find out more about what we are all about and make sure to follow us as well and subscribe to our youtube channel it has been wonderful we're going to go ahead and close out by letting you know that Coffee and Collaborations is moving. We are excited to collaborate with more and more people. 2020 has not stopped a thing. And you look at the collaboration with Al, you look at the people that we have had on the show and what we're doing next in August is gonna be so much fun, but we have one more show left for our Health is Wealth Month. So if we can provide anything, you have any ideas for us, please, email us at info at coffeeandcollaborations.com because we do want to hear from you. So Al, you have anything to say to wrap? I just want to say thank you guys for joining us. Uh, CNC family, we will see, definitely see you next time. Uh, thank you for being part of the family. Thank you for joining us for each episode. And make sure to tell us, you know, how you feel about each episode. How do you feel about um, our guest today, who, who we really want to thank for coming out, Kayla. Um, love energy. <laughs> And definitely tell us, you know, when you reach out to Kayla, how, how did it go? But we all know that, you know, coffee and collaboration is, we, we want to emphasize that it is important that we put the, the tribe before ourselves because we yeah. want to win. All of us want to be successful. So we know that the coffee is optional. But the collaboration hey. is essential to your win. Have a blessed week. Yeah. Take care. Bye. <laughs> This has been a Coffee and Collaborations media production. Follow us at coffeeandcollaborations.com, on Twitter at coffee in the letter N collab, on Instagram at coffee and collaborations, and on Facebook at coffee and collaborations. See you in the next episode.